Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Ask Matron. My name is Robin Barker. I am a mental health nurse. I am a modern classic in the nursing world. And I'm joined by my colleague whose uh, experience uh, was carved in tablets of stone. (laughs) As opposed to tablet computers. Exactly. Is that what you mean? (laughs) Ladies, gentlemen, student nurses everywhere, Chris Kerr. Good evening. We are very happy that you've joined us again and that you've made it through the first four episodes of Ask Matron. We can hardly believe we've made it through the first four (laughs) episodes of Ask Matron. So you deserve an award. We are an information and entertainment podcast that we always need to start every episode by saying that, just in case you think that somehow this is uh, academic and that we should be quoted in essays. (laughs) Although it might give a bit of a spin. (laughs) Absolutely do not quote any of last week's episode on academics in your essay. (laughs) Yeah, you may not pass. We encourage you to contact us using all sorts of media, some that make more sense to myself and some that make more sense to Chris. Yes. We encourage you to contact us and get involved in the podcast, mainly because we're not bright enough to generate all the content. <laughs> we need your views too. So please follow us on Ask Matron uh, on Twitter at Ask Matron or join the conversation using the hashtag Ask Matron. Or you can email us at askmatronpodcast at gmail.com. We are still working on the Ask Matron P.O. Box and (laughs) Carrier Pigeon Service, which is uh, unfortunately on hiatus due to the winter. Yeah, it's a bit windy for the birds. On this week's episode of Ask Matron, we are talking about how to have a life. How do you have a life, Chris? Oh, well, I'd I'd like to say it gets better, but it just gets different. Being a student nurse is not conducive with having normal life no definitely not and we've had a number of questions on exactly this topic that have come in via our scouring the internet and through the ask matron mailbox so emily has emailed me to ask me how to prep your friends for for your life as a student nurse that is a really good question emily i think that my friends found this an almost impossible task to come to terms with especially when I was a younger man and I had to introduce this they were used to my last job where I pretty much worked relatively normal hours and so could be you had weekends off I had weekends Mm. and I had evenings oh wow that were my own yeah I think I even had a job for most of that time that finished at five o'clock wow and if it was scheduled to finish at five o'clock it didn't finish at nine o'clock because (laughs) the people that were due in at five o'clock got stuck somewhere and you had to stay yeah, yeah. And and I would like to say that people get better at understanding, but they don't. Because I still get asked a week before if I can go to a family event, for instance. And then people get a bit miffed when you go, mm, actually, I'm working. Sorry. You have to train them. I think this is the most important thing. You, you have to treat them like uh, an experiment. Not an experiment. <laughs> don't treat them like an experiment. They're your friends. <laughs> You have to treat them like a dog. No. Yes. <laughs> you, Feed you... them regularly. Walk them. Don't give treat them, them a like stroke a dog every now and or again. Or treat them like an experiment. <laughs> but you do have to try and help con- kind of condition them to understanding yeah. that you are a student nurse now. And unlike other students, as we've said before, you're not like other students. You're different. And so 
this is training them for your future role in the different areas of nursing you'll end up in. So they will become accustomed to how your life has to work on a schedule. Yeah, that's true. Because rotors are king. Because there queen. aren't many Monday to Friday, nine to five jobs in the NHS. Unless, oh. you know, your ambition is to do something like outpatients or things like that. But even in the community, I work in community yeah. mental health services, which is considered one of those normal nine to five jobs. And it's not a nine to five job. And I was speaking to some district nurses yesterday, actually, and they were saying how busy it was and that they weren't finishing till nine, ten o'clock in the evening. Um, and they were rated on a, a day shift. Exactly. And it's a lot more sociable when you're working in those community roles often. And, and I completely take my hat off to those that are doing shift work. It's a lot more sociable, but you're still not in control in the way you would be in a normal career. If something crops up at five o'clock, if I have a patient that comes in at four o'clock and it's a child protection concern, I am there until it is resolved. I'm not, oh, five o'clock. Oh, off I go. Clock's ticking. I'll check back in with you tomorrow. I think there's a... There's definitely something to have about embracing the fact that you get days off during the week, though, because that's, I mean, that's brilliant, especially around Christmas time when you need to go shopping, that you don't have to do it on a Saturday or a Sunday, that you have that ability to be more flexible. And although some of your friends will obviously be working Monday to Friday, some of your friends won't, and you'll be able to enjoy those times a bit better because there'll be more quality time. And I certainly remember I know it was a long time ago when I was a student nurse but having shopping trips with family members because that's what you could do during the week mm. we weren't constrained to being at the weekend go to Thorpe Park on a Tuesday definitely honestly that was the best thing I did during my student <laughs> nurse years was go to yeah, Thorpe Park on skiving. a Tuesday <laughs> that's <laughs> also true <laughs> but honestly theme parks on a weekday when you're not in summer holidays. Cinema? How much cheaper is the cinema? It's true. But it spoiled me. I haven't been back to Thorpe Park since I did my student day because I'm like, I rode every ride five times and we were what, finished by like... I have to queue for 10 minutes? Months. I don't think so. We found a number of other comments on Twitter, especially that related to student nurse life and asking that question, how, how do you have a life? I think one of the best ones I found was that Annabelle on Twitter writing... I think I just shed a tear turning my friend down to stay in and study for my exams. And this was followed up with Amber on Twitter who wrote, the student nurse life turned me boring. <laughs> Did it turn you boring, Chris? Were you a boring student nurse? So I wasn't necessarily a boring student nurse, but you're you away from home. You just turned into a boring nurse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm kidding. The first, so moving into a nurse's home for me was pivotal and very different from anything that I'd done before. So I quite liked having my own space because it was my space. So I wasn't at home with my parents, with my sister, with my brother. I was in my own space where, you know, if I wanted to eat beans on toast, I could eat beans on toast. If I wanted to sit in bed and watch TV, I could sit in bed and watch TV. So that kind of thing was very different from me. But you also get to be in the same position as a lot of other of your colleagues. And you form that network and they're the people who are working shifts and doing the same job as you. So they understand if you've worked three long days in a row that you're going to be knackered at the end of it. They understand that you're working a night shift, so you're not going to be as sprightly at three o'clock in the afternoon as you may be. 
And they're the people that you start to socialise with a bit more. Before you go on, Chris, I want to clarify for our listening audience <laughs> that when you said nursing home, <laughs> you, you weren't talking that you were, you're, you're of an age where you were no, needing no. additional I, support for your no. needs. This was where there was actually a home for home nurses for to nurse. live in. Yeah, that's, that's kind of gone by the by now, really, hasn't it, in a lot of places? I feel like in my mind that would just be utter chaos. <laughs> Imagining if all of my group of nurses I studied with were all in a giant house. <laughs> It'd be a kind of combination of Lord of the Flies. That, uh, that is kind of the only similarity to being an, a, a student though. So being with your colleagues who are in the same boat. Mm. That, that is a, a quite a good contrast to other students. I, I think I liked as well that because you have to embrace the fact that your hours are messed up. And that normal nine to five schedules don't exist anymore. or won't exist for a while, especially while you're training. In finding out interesting things to do, we mentioned the fun activities to go out and do on your days off. But also thinking, what do you do before a night shift? What do you do in the day before a late shift? That used to always be the big thing for me is, well, I've, I've, I was on the late last night. I've got the late tonight. What, am I, what do I do with my morning? I mean, it developed a... Well, turned into it turned into a terrible coffee addiction because <laughs> where do you go at 10, 11 o'clock in the morning to kill a couple of hours? You can have a coffee, read a book. Yeah, that's true. And it's the same having a, a little nap after your early shift because you've just done a whole stretch of days. But I find working Monday to Friday, so being in the university part of it, when you're sitting down all the time, concentrating is actually far more tiring than mm. being on shifts and a lot of places now do long days so you don't get those extra days off that you can start getting used to that moves us on nicely to shan from twitter who writes i've officially been teetotal for a month now unintentionally is this what a second year <laughs> student nurse life feels like and then a terrified emoticon <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult because if that's how you're used to socializing especially if you've been a student before you're now in a completely different environment where you can't go out till four o'clock in the morning and then get up for a long day because by two o'clock in the afternoon you're absolutely hanging and that's not to say that we haven't done it but you certainly can do it on a regular basis and also it's expensive mm. and you start having to watch money that you have and if you don't have to spend it on alcohol and you do it on different things, actually you'll find that you will be a little bit better off as well, I guess. Also thinking related to our discussions on student nurse identity earlier in the series, that there are higher expectations of you as a second year. So the pressure feels more on. Yeah. And so you might be spending more time studying and revising and preparing for placements. And you also might start to have developed some areas of interest that you want to explore. That's true. And that's going to get even more by the time you go into the third year because by then the pressure is even more, especially when you're coming up to your final placement where you think, I need to know all of this stuff. I don't know anything. The only way I'm going to learn it is to cram it in. Um, and certainly a lot of students by the end of their third year are hermits pretty much because that's all they're doing is studying and reading and looking up. So it's not going to get any easier. Sorry. I think that's a nice note in which to perhaps give our final quote of the episode, which is from Hyacinth on Twitter. And she writes, student nurse, I gave up my life to learn how to save yours. Oh, how lovely. We'll put some music behind this one. <laughs>
I think there's such good points raised about this idea of having a life, the difficulties. My last tip would be get organized. Get Absolutely. organized. I had to embrace a diary for the first time in my life yep. for my social calendar. And and also let your friends and family know as far as advance as you know what your rosters are. Because if you tell them your rota four weeks in advance, assuming it comes out that early, then they can plan what they need to do as well, especially when it comes to holidays and Christmas and Easter. But absolutely, get organised. Embrace the fact that you have days off when other people don't and you can go to bed after a night shift when everyone else is going to work. And, you know, it will make it much easier. Perfect note to end on. It has been fantastic having you join us on this episode of Ask Matron. Please keep the comments coming at Ask Matron on Twitter, hashtag Ask Matron. Or obviously via email at askmatronpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you very soon for the next episode of Ask Matron. Enjoy your shifts. What are we talking about this week? What are we talking about? Oh, we're please, talking we're about back here again. How to have a life. <laughs> oh, that's rich. <laughs> we get together and sit on a sofa and record podcasts. <laughs> how to have a life. How to have a life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is how we de-stress <laughs> by irritating you. <laughs>